This week's Winefellers is brought to you by the National Alliance of Wine Growers and Distributors. Have you had your two glasses of wine today? The Stool Stool, improving your bathroom posture since 2015. The Stool Stool, we're number two. And River of Life Lutheran Church. Sunday services come once a week. How often do you? Welcome to this week's episode of The Winefellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of Truebottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices, and my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions. And together, we are the special episode of The Winefellers, you will meet Brad Schultz, co-founder of Beatbox Beverages. And it's going to be a lot better than that. One of the most popular non-wine, wine-like, wine in a box out on the market today. Wrap your mind around that. That, and we will listen to some new music from the Winefellers personal archives. All of this on this week's episode of The Winefellers. But first, the wine news. Welcome to North Carolina's only fine wine newscast, where your good winefellers, Mark and Joe, discuss real wine stories from this week's news, offering you an insider's view into the fascinating and often hilarious world of fine wine, right here on WA. This week on The Wine News, Are you tired of drinking wine out of a bottle? Why not try drinking wine out of a high-tech touchscreen shell in the shape of a wine bottle? Do you find that after 10 bottles of wine, you're a little sleepy the next day? Well, then you and Kim Jong-un have something in common. You've learned that a few glasses of red wine per day is good for you? Well, there's a new Killjoy Buzzkill research study that'll harsh your mellow. That and more on this week's news. Hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm great, Mark. How are you? I'm so excited. I think this is going to be the best show we've ever had. Are you serious? 
No, I really am serious. I think this is this is the best show. I mean, part of it is is that I'm so excited to be here because we took a two week hiatus. Oh man, it broke my heart. It broke Mark. my heart too. I haven't seen you in two weeks. Well, that's not true. But you've been yeah, but you've been doing all right in the in the in that time. Yeah, I've been doing okay. But it's it's two weeks we haven't seen. It's the longest hiatus we've had on the it's show. It's the longest hiatus for the fellers. It is, and it's so great to be back in the studio, and uh, we've been hearing it from our listeners. When are you going to be back? Well, we're back, and we have a great show lined up later on. We're going to be talking <laughs> with Brad Schultz from Beatbox Beverages. Uh, if you've ever played Slap the Bag, and I'm sure everyone out there, you've had played Slap the Bag at Or least you've once, heard of it or here. Or you've heard of it, or you'll play after the show, but <laughs> <laughs> you have to have some kind of drink to do it with. Well, Brad Schultz from Beatbox Beverages, this is a company that will give you such a device to do this. <laughs> to, to keep up with, uh, you know, for we, every week we have new listeners tuning in, right, Mark? Uh-huh. Uh, whether it's uh, here on the radio station, WHUP here in Hillsborough, or online, following us on thewinefellers.com. Uh, we've got new people on our Instagram pages every day, new yes, followers there, Facebook, um, and our iTunes uh, streaming counts yes. have never been higher. That's true. They've gone through the roof for last month, so, so we're so, excited about that. So if you're curious, if you're wondering about what in the world Mark and I are talking about on any particular show, like what is Slap the Bag, right? Go to our Instagram pages, Facebook. You'll find lots of stuff there. That's and true. as always, you can listen back on iTunes to our podcast and learn even more Yes. So I just thought I'd, I'd remind everyone of that, Mark. Very much. This is excellent. Get me in to some wine news. All right. The wine news. Drinking wine out of a normal bottle or box is lame. And so early <laughs> July 2016. Oh, yeah. A young startup <laughs> company out of Boston has invented the cuvee. The cuvee is basically a hollowed-out wine bottle that has a large Wi-Fi-connected <laughs> touchscreen that runs the length of the bottle. Mm. Once you've purchased the hollowed-out wine bottle, then all you need to do is purchase the specially designed aluminum wine cartridges that slide into the base of the bottle. And when you slide in a new cartridge, the bottle automatically detects what wine you are drinking and will display the name on the screen. (laughs) And on the screen, you can see the wine's label, alcohol content, backstory, and photos of the people who made your wine, as well as pairing notes. And it will even estimate the percentage of wine that remains in your cartridge, instead of the old way, like looking through the glass. (laughs) Also, on the touchscreen, you are able to browse and purchase other wine cartridges available through Cuvée. Currently, one can... Purchase one can purchase about fifty wines from twelve different wineries at fifteen to thirty dollars per cartridge, and the cartridges supposedly keep your wine fresh for up to thirty days. I uh, I think this is this is of course where the world is heading, Mark. I wanted to say crazy, insane, uh-huh. but uh, you know, really, when you I've got their website pulled up here. And um, it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Okay. They've got these. It's it's very much like any of these new websites, Airbnb, you know, um, Wix, any of these with the full blown video as soon as you come to the site. Right. And you see these people hanging out at the table. And what he's doing is the guy is it's a square bottle. 
I don't know if you, you mentioned that or not. Uh, no, I guess I did not. Square bottle, and you, you pull out the cartridge from the bottom, or you slam it in, and as soon as you do, it's it looks like a dark glass, black glass bottle. Uh-huh. And as soon as you, you come on, it's got some, uh, uh, it looks like an organic LED, yes. so and there's no backlighting. It just looks so natural and actually kind of cool. This could totally take off, kind of like Keurig has taken off. Uh-huh. Um, well, well, so it's interesting. I mean, <laughs> of course, no one needs this. I mean, there's no reason for it that I can see. Well, no I one mean, needed a Keurig machine, Mark. Well, right. So instead of coffee pods, I guess you can look at it as a kind of wine pods. And so, um, you know, you don't really, I mean, it says it keeps your wine fresh for 30 days. That remains to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I'm a little cynical about those kinds of claims, but... So, um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's obviously, you know, if you're uh, uh, from the millennial generation, this is something obviously you'd like. I mean, this is something, I mean, people like to take selfies with their wine. Imagine taking a selfie with a wine bottle that has a touchscreen, not, not the actual label of the wine bottle, but a computer-generated label on a screen and <laughs> that's shaped like a wine bottle. I mean, you know, that's even, you know, top that on your selfie. So, yeah, an animated label even. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's incredible. And, and, and the neat thing is to pour the wine from your cuvee all you need to do is slide the wine cartridge into the bottle and then tilt the bottle. The <laughs> wine will begin pouring from the top of the bottle where the hole is located, right on the top there. Oh. So it's, it's, oh, it's an no. amazing system they've developed. I mean, really, it's just uh, it's incredible. Well, they're saying, you know, one of the benefits of the cuvee is uh, they say, go ahead, you know, open both bottles. For example, like let's say you have a, a date over, right? And she likes white and you like red. Uh-huh. Well, they're saying j- opening wine bottles. Here's another thing, Mark, that we yes. haven't considered. Opening wine bottles. Look, I'll get there. <laughs> opening wine bottles is now not really a problem. She wants right. white, pop it in, white, pull yeah. it out. You right. want red, pop it in, you got red. Right. But this also means you never have to own a corkscrew ever again. Is that really just... People are just driving themselves nuts with the corkscrews they have. Well, I think it's just uh, why use a corkscrew when you can use a touchscreen-enabled wine feeder. Okay, here. here. I mean, what, like, I have some issues. So the first issue I have. Okay. The touchscreen bottle will work for about five to six hours on a single charge. Oh, you charge the thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you have to. Oh, this <laughs> probably has a USB port. Somewhere it's a USB it. port, right? Oh and so, boy! But, so, oh boy! But the the good news is, that even with a dead battery, you can still be able to pour your wine out of the cuvee, and it just becomes a regular bottle. Oh, Mark, this is starting. <laughs> you know what? Uh, this is the beginning of what they've been calling the Internet of Things, the IoT, uh-huh. right? Where everything in your home will be connected to the internet: your microwave, your refrigerator. Your, you know, yeah. your dining room table, your lights, your thermostat, and now even yes, your bottle of wine. Yeah, I don't know if they've sold me on and having to connect my my wine bottle to the to the internet. I mean, I get with your if you're with your date and your date asks, so t- 
tell me about this wine. And, you know, you might want to tell the story about the wine. And so you scroll on your wine bottle yes. and say, oh, look, this, you know, this wine is from Arkansas, you know, wonderful grapes. And this is, you know, stomped on by these people. There's a picture of people stomping on your grapes in Arkansas. Hey, look at that. And it's just, you know, very impressive. Okay, but imagine this. You're on your wine bottle, okay, scrolling through the story. And then it recommends some great dishes and recipes for that uh, particular type of wine you have in there. Mm. Then you just tap on those recipes, and it's linked with your Amazon account. And two days later, the groceries for that recipe show up at your door. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. These are all uh, ways good. that the millennials and and even older adults and, and uh, pre-millennials are imagining the world of tomorrow being go on <laughs> a constant a constant a barrage of non-intrusive almost invisible advertising oh, i see mm-hmm. okay i want to be told what to buy and eat but i don't want it to come at me like a, a car commercial on the television you wanted to come hitting me a- across the face, telling yes. me to buy it. I want to be gently led, as though I am in charge of my own decisions. I see. So you, so when you're in your kitchen, you want every appliance to be kind of quietly suggesting what you should do, like your microwave saying, "Why not cook this?" and your wine bottle saying, "Why not put a cartridge, uh, this exactly. cartridge, in tonight?" Exactly. Well, no, it wouldn't say why not put it in, but it would be like, given your exercise. Um, uh, tracking from your Fitbit today, <laughs> I would recommend a nice, uh, you know, uh, pasta dish. Yes. And a low calorie. You know what I'm wine. saying? You know I, what I'm, I'm saying? with you. It's all together and it's going to be the next great, uh, you know, advertising arena and it's already upon us. Well, so anyways, the cuvee costs $179. That's of course the shell, the shell and the wine pods or the things inside are extra so uh i i don't know it's 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 a tough sell uh i'm willing to try one i think it'd be kind of fun just for just to try it but uh you know uh i don't like the fact that when your battery goes dead you don't know how much wine is left in your cartridge <laughs> they have a number of uh well, you know what they could do mark that would be actually pretty funny there What's that? like where you used to know the wine level just looking yeah, I know. imagine that. Well, now they'll probably display um, the wine level on the touchscreen. They do. And as you tilt, it probably tilts with it. Oh, that shows you a virtual. That's smart. But they're they're very careful to say that it's just an estimation. Of just how much an wine estimation. It's not not a true yeah, measurement. Right. So the second story. I don't know if I'm ready to move on. That's a good story. But this one's even better. Cuvee, what? Tell me now, what could beat the cuvee, the next frontier of wine? Well, our next story has to do about North uh, North Korea. Uh, Mark. (laughs) Mark, stop. Everything, stop the show. Our our producers (laughs) scrambling in the other room right now. I told you I wouldn't do another story about North Korea. Well, they seem to come up a lot in wine, in our wine stories. I don't know why, but they (laughs) do. How is this? Every other week, there's a North Korea story about wine, but- but, oh but my I think you'll gosh. understand. So in North right, Korea, what have they put out this time? In North Korea, the tubby tyrant Kim Jong Un, no offense, <laughs> none taken, was televised. Well, I meant to Kim Jong Un. Oh, okay. <laughs> was televised dozing in front of the Supreme People's Assembly, 
which rubber stamps all his laws. <laughs> this comes amid claims that Kim boasted to his dad's former chef, Kenji Fujimoto, that he can drink 10 bottles of Bordeaux a night. Now, it 10 is, bottles? That's what Kim Jong-un says. Now, it is said that the leader was dozing despite having executed a North Korean defense minister with an anti-aircraft gun for doing the exact same thing. So Kim was being named chairman of a new group called the Commission on State Affairs when he fell still while leafing through his documents. State television showed the dictator's head dropping before the camera panned away, uh, according to, South, to a South Korean newspaper. Uh, a source said that uh, there are widespread rumors in North Korea, North Korea that Kim enjoys drinking wine until late into the night, so it is speculated that his nap in the assembly hall was simply sleeping off the alcohol <laughs> from the night before. Well, you know, <laughs> he has big shoes to fill. Okay. Well, small shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when uh, Kim Jong the Second passed away, you mean Kim Jong Il? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> When he passed, I'm with you. So I didn't want to give him the that benefit. Okay, I yeah. didn't want to call him by his real name. It's like how they were referred to Saddam as Saddam yes. all the time. Right? No, right? I, you know, I'm with I'm, you. I'm just for, yeah. I'm just clarifying. Right. Everyone out there doesn't know that my name for Kim Jong Il is just Kim Jong the Second. Yes. Because it looks like it can be confused. Two you know Roman numerals. I'm there. with you. Okay, so Kim Jong the Second. <laughs> uh, he did um, he, in, in his life. He performed many miracles. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One, according to state-sponsored media, was that he shot a 34 uh, on an 18-hole golf course. That's 38 under par. That's, that's amazing, and I've only been able to do that once. You know, but... we we've had an amazing uh, this past weekend. Of course, at the Open, um, <laughs> we saw Mickelson shoot. I think he he got down to 63. Right, he and almost beat the record. Right, but he's he's just a golfer. He's not a golfer and a head of a state and or a god for that matter. Well, true, he's a god right. Well. So, so I see Kim Jong Un. You know, it seems like I might be trying record records at breaking records at in other things. Yes, but he's like he, he drank ten bottles of wine. Uh -huh. That's his amazing contribution. Well. Can, I can't drink 10 bottles of wine. I can guarantee you I can't drink 10 bottles of wine. You you could have 10 bottles of wine funneled into your stomach. I would not be well. Right, but you could never shoot a 34 well, you, on an 18-hole golf course. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good at miniature golf, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you know, just for sake of argument, sure. But, you know, uh, but he can do it. And didn't you tell me once that he once shot a hole in one on, the, uh, on, a, on a hole that he wasn't even aiming for? Yeah, I think in, in the, it was actually this round of, of golf where, if I'm remembering it correctly, one of the ways he managed to score such a, a low uh, score was that in one hole he hit it and went into the hole, yes. hole in one, but then bounced out uh -huh. and went into the next Right, because the holes hole. were obviously close together i think there were hundreds of yards apart. <laughs> oh wow we yeah, are that too yeah i mean that, that's amazing and uh and almost too good to be true but i believe it now so, now tell me uh, continue well so <laughs> and, well an interesting aspect of the story is that north korea recently boasted about inventing the world's first hangover free alcohol 
We discussed that. Oh, yeah. That's how he's drinking Tim So bottles. North Korean researchers claim that Choreo liquor is the highest in medicinal effect and is highly appreciated by experts and lovers as it is suave <laughs> and causes no hangover. You know, there's something brilliant about what they're doing. You mean the uh, hangover-free wine? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same way they run their entire country, through the power of suggestion. Okay? Oh, you don't think they really do that? They it, really made this wine? I think that, that if the great leader says that it is hangover-free wine, uh-huh. that you're going to maybe not have such a bad hangover the next right, day. Right, so the next morning, you're like, I feel like I maybe have a hangover, but I couldn't possibly have a hangover because great leader said I wouldn't, so maybe I don't. Exactly. And, and the power it's some other problem. Right, because, a, because have, obviously he's, he's sick with a cold. He's never wrong, therefore I don't have a hangover. There must be some other issue. But so, it's kind of nice. I, think. I mean, nice. some I, I, I actually to, wouldn't I, mind giving up all my freedoms to go live there just so I would never have a hangover again. Done. So, last year... <laughs> no, the phone's ringing, Mark. <laughs> don't the answer. The phone is ringing. Just don't answer. <laughs> last year, North Korean scientists released a vaccine called Kumdang 2. Oh, Mark. <laughs> we talked about this. That's Mark. the name. I don't make this up. That cures HIV, AIDS, drug addiction, <laughs> cancer, MERS, and Ebola. It does all that. It's like a... I never a, thought I'd hear myself uh, through the headphones <laughs> laugh as you riddle off cancer, AIDS, hepatitis. Well, they... they uh, you just turned me into North, a monster. The North Korean scientists have a vaccine that cures all that. So, yeah, but they can do that. Obviously, they can have a, just a simple little wine that doesn't have a hangover. Why are we still living here, Mark? <laughs> I mean, again, it sounds like a paradise. Yeah, again, don't answer that. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> yeah, the, the phone. We, I mean, they're going to yeah. show up here yeah. any minute uh, now. It, it, it could be seen as a paradise. Um, we'll just... For the sake of argument, we'll say that it's not. <laughs> let's let's assume it's not, yes. and that you know you're you're lying. They're lying. If you can be a meet at a meeting and then be executed for falling asleep, <laughs> that's probably not a good place where you want to live. I'm just thinking because I wouldn't have made it past age four. Yeah, how do they have such a <laughs> large population there? Right. I mean, could you imagine? I mean. Every meeting you go to is just life or death. I mean, you're just you're, you're just you're like you're you're just pulling your eyes open, your eyelids open. I mean, just I mean, you know, ugh, it's just frightening. So yeah, but yes. but no hangovers. <laughs> but you no hangovers. Yeah, and if you had a hangover, it wouldn't last that long because you'd be dead. Yes. Third story. All right. Now, look, I, I'm just going to, the producer right now, she's she's waving her hands in the window. Yes. Something about yes. the phones are ringing off the yes. hook because of yes. our North Korean comments. Yes. So we can't do this anymore, North Mark. Korea, okay. North Korea bad. There. North Korea bad. Okay. We're, wine fellers are staying here. Yeah. Um, and we'll, you know, unless it's a really good story, Mark is never going <laughs> to bring yes. one of these to the show again. Never. You have our word. Uh, yeah, there are only okay. Third story: There are only about a million studies, as you know, out there that suggest a moderate amount of wine a day is good for you. Oh boy! Well, forget everything you've heard. Huh? Drinking a moderate amount of wine is bad for you. What? The evidence that alcohol has any benefit or longevity or health is thin. Wow! Says Dr. Timothy Niami out of Boston Medical Center. Boy, I don't like this guy. Mm. He published an analysis of 87 of the best research studies on alcohol's effect on death from any cause. 
The findings cast skepticism on this long-cherished belief that moderate drinking has a survival advantage. Yeah, I'm not liking this guy either, uh, Mark. Uh, I know. In in the researcher's meta-analysis of other studies, he discovered a major flaw. Moderate wine drinking tends to be socially advantaged. That is. Oh, please. Moderate drinkers tend to be healthier on average because they're well-educated and more affluent, not because they're drinking a bottle of wine a week. Their alcohol consumption ends up looking good from a health perspective because uh-huh. they're already healthy to begin with. Of course, we've discussed that's the problem with retrospective studies. That's why sure. you wish it would do a double-blind control study whenever possible. Well, like the uh, the one uh, study that said um, yeah, to put as much money as you can in your bank account because it seems to uh, m- uh, lead to longer life. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. so just by having money in your bank account, right. you will live longer. But those people who can do that... <laughs> Obviously, yes, I get you. So so to make things worse, many of the non-drinkers in these studies weren't always dry. So people in poor health tend to quit drinking. That is, those who abstain from alcohol together were lumped together with those who quit later in life, bringing down the overall health of the entire group. I see. So Niami and his colleagues sorted the lifetime non-drinkers from the quitters, controlled for socioeconomic class, and then reanalyzed the data from the 87 studies. And when they did this, moderate drinkers had no survival advantage and worse worse the worse group, the group that did the best were those who consumed about one drink every 10 days losers yeah. and the heavy drinkers had the shortest lives on average. could you imagine why would i want to live a, any longer if it meant i could never drink like one yeah. drink a week oh that sounds like a life worth living <laughs> Boy, we're just, uh, you know, we're having the phones like. We're, Phone is ringing again. I, I don't Mark. even know if we're going to be able to get the phones today, guys. So just, you know, we're just we'll trying hold to get on. It. Just hold on. <laughs> you know, of course, we're not saying that life is not worth living that if you can't drink wine. I was, it was but, came from a, coming from a totally personal perspective. What, what we're saying is, is that it could make things a little just. Uh, happier a little better a little better maybe a little more worth living (laughs) so right you know you could do this you could uh, not drink any wine Uh, you could not um, uh, drive over the speed limit you could you know not do a lot of things that are bad for you and you could live a probably a longer life on average but after you know at what point do you have to say enough is enough well, sure. It's like, um, you know, in order to live the longest life, uh, you know, never sit in a chair or uh, go anywhere. Right. Or play any sports or or touch people because you can get sick from that. That's true. And, <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I don't know how much past 90. No offense to our 90 and over listeners. I'm sure there's some a out large there. percentage of our listeners. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're very popular <laughs> among the. And then, um, so it, I don't know how much past 90 I want to live. I mean, you know, so I'm okay dying at 89 or something like that. So wait, are they saying that just drinking with abandon, you'll make it to 89, but then if you drink one glass a day, one glass a week, almost never, you'll live like three years longer? No, this is Mark's research based on nothing. I like your research, Mark. I'm more willing... To live my life by your gut feeling than I am this guy's horrific presumption that 
you should drink one glass of wine a week. Well, and the worst thing about this of all, which I'm going to tell you now, is that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Well, what do they have to say? Oh, well, yeah. What do they know? And they, they've also given uh, the uh, purport, this purported health benefit of wine a wary eye. Uh, the agency recommends people having no more than one drink a day for women and two a day for men. What do we pay these government servants to do anyway, Mark? I know. I think I want to pay them to tell me what I want to hear. I'm not paying them to go and think about things. Yes. If I, if I want someone to give me bad news of things I shouldn't do, I have plenty of family members who are going to tell me that. I want them to take a public poll of what people want to hear and then find evidence to support that. It's the Mark Twain method of scientific study. First, get your facts, yes. and then distort them at your leisure. You find Well, you find your conclusion, where you want to be. Sure. Where I want to be is I want a study to say that mm, six to eight glasses of wine per morning or day, whatever, is good for you. And, and I bet, Mark, that if you look at the numbers the right way, we'll find it. Yes. Well... <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, whatever your name is from Boston University. We will not be uh, uh, calling you for an interview.
bag while chains on a tree. Place left bag while taking a selfie. Raise the flag. Beverages, which was founded on the belief that bag-in-a-box drinks don't have to be boring. The idea for Beatbox started in the live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas, and has grown to become a staple everywhere good times and great friends meet to relive old memories and make new ones. The founders of Beatbox stayed up late night sometimes after 8 p.m., working to perfect the perfect flavors that eventually earned them the right to pitch their beverage on the Shark Tank television program, where Mark Cuban decided to back their dream. We are very happy today to have Brad Schultz on the program. Brad Welcome to this very special edition of the Winefellers. How you doing, Brad? Hey, Brad. <laughs> I'm doing great. I love that. Love that intro. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, this is exciting stuff that you're doing. It is exciting. Why? Why is most wine boring? <laughs> yeah, most wine boring is boring because it's just playing on old traditions that aren't necessarily relevant anymore. Yeah. Our team thought there was an opportunity here to do something a little different. Awesome. Well, see, that's an interesting uh, 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 concept that you guys have. It's, it's, it's a theme it's a th- among the, the new wine industries today. So uh, we, I really like the, the beatbox stereo that the wine comes in. We think it's really interesting, and, and uh, that even appeals to more of my generation, kind of a Generation X thing. I think even some millennials Absolutely. might not even know what that yeah. is. But, uh, but uh, yeah, we, uh, we like what you're doing there. And, uh, and uh, so is this, is this wine – is. Is is the alcohol based on wine? What's what's exactly in the box? Yeah, well, we like to say it's a party in a box. Okay. So, as you said, you know, the boom box back in the day was, you know, the person that showed up to the party with that really brought the party with them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's about true. music in general. It kind of brings people together. 
um, from all walks of life. And there is no party without music, so there should definitely not be a party without beatbox. Nice. Sure. So uh, and w- what is the percentage of the, of the wine or the alcohol in, right. in the box? What, what, what are we talking about here? Sure. So for us, it was, it was really important to find a drink that everybody would like at a party. You know, we've all been in that situation where we're having people over or we're getting people together, and you don't know what alcohol to get. Right. You know, sometimes people don't like drinking beer. Sometimes people, you know, don't like too sugary of drinks. There's always these different tastes. So we really wanted to pinpoint a uh, something to help you basically plan your parties better. And we uh, came across the boxed wine format as just a really popular option at these parties. And it really wasn't necessarily because the wine was so good. I mean, we've all seen like a Franzi or Peter Vella. There's nothing exciting about the wine. But it's the bag-in-the-box format, the five liters, the convenient portability, the just, just the sheer volume of it um, really lends itself perfectly to hosting a party. Gotcha. So this so, is more of a kind of a quantity thing. And a good wine where someone could play slap the bag or uh, just have a fun time with people – Around. Yeah, but but I I would also like uh, like to mention here, uh, Brad, if I may, um, that mm-hmm. that uh, I, I've been to your website, and just for our listeners who aren't familiar with the Beatbox uh, beverage product lineup, uh, I just uh-huh. want to go over the flavors for our listeners, and then maybe you can tell me sure. if you have a favorite one and how you landed on these. So we've got blue raspberry. Right. And and keep in mind that as as labeling, we all know is very important to uh, the younger crowd who are buying bottles of wine. It's all about the label, right? That each of these beat right. boxes is kind of color themed with the fruit mm-hmm. that that is flavored. Like so, we got blue raspberry, fruit punch, grape, cranberry, limeade, and lemon lime. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite one? And how on earth did you land on these particular flavors? Ooh. It's tough. I mean, we have just recently launched the Fruit Punch, and I'm going to have to say that one is is just raining to be my favorite now. Um, you know, what we did was initially we we started with just one flavor, and that was our blue raspberry. Yeah. And what we did was we were really big into the lean startup, which is a way of kind of testing ideas that you have out in the market before you invest too much into them. And so what that means was we made a bunch of different concoctions and just took it out to parties. And nice. we just asked people, ah. hey, which one do you like the best? Which one do you think, which one would you pay for if you had to only choose one? Sure. And the, the human guinea pigs. Time, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's right. And so time after time, this blue raspberry kept winning out. And we're like, well, you know what? Let's listen to the people. And so we went with that one. And what's funny is, you know, that the blue raspberry still to date is our best seller. And yeah. it was the one, if you watch the Shark Tank episode, is the one that they all they all loved, except for Mr. Wonderful. He had some <laughs> choice words to say about it. But well, what do you think, think he, he had a, against you guys? What, what was it that uh, he seemed he wasn't he was we saw that video. He wasn't too thrilled about uh, right. Mark Cuban seemed to get it. But uh, Mr. Wonderful, he wasn't uh, too up yeah. on the, the wine in the box theme. That's right. I think he, he took a little bit of offense to it, I think, at, at the beginning, because like we said, you know, wine has traditionally been such a, you know, a, a heritage type of play, and all these traditions and ages just kind of 
uh, you know, is really, you know, seen as, you know, how long something has been around is really seen as kind of a selling point. Yeah. And we're trying to disrupt that way of thinking. And we're trying to say, you know, here's something new based around how we like to enjoy drinks at a party. And I think he just really didn't get it. <laughs> sure. It may be uh, it, removed in years from the, the college experience. Yeah, that, that's right. Mark. Yeah. So, so, so the yeah, beat. We didn't see him at too many of our parties. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so the <laughs> that beat... might have changed his mind. Maybe. So, so the beat right. rocks recipes on your website. Uh, so, th- there's flavors, but people go on your website. There's also recipes. So, so I like these recipes. So, there's recipes on your website, and they seem remarkably easy to master. For example, your beat the pain recipe consists of just one part cranberry limeade beatbox beverage and one part champagne. Yeah. Uh, did you go out of your way to create recipes that could be proficiently made by the everyman? Hey, I know why this one is so simple. Why? Beat the pain. <laughs> this is to fix a hangover. Uh, it can't be complicated. Right? Is that right? Is that why this one was made, Brad? Yeah, oh, you can imagine. I mean, look, it's there's five liters of 11% alcohol in there. <laughs> with all, you know, <laughs> so... For some, the 11% is enough, and, you know, a couple cups of it, and you'll it'll get, definitely get the job done. But, you know, I, you know, all of us really enjoy mixing it up, mixing it with some Tito's vodka and making a nice little stronger drink, or we've got tons of recipes, and there's been some pretty amazing uh, bartenders and mixologists out there who have just made some crazy concoctions, um, sure. and they're constantly just sending us these. So I mean, what would be the main way you'd say you're different from, and I hope I'm not uh, insulting you, but the main way you're different from Franzia? <laughs> is, is Franzia a, like a, a, a stuffy wine and you're more uh, attitude? I mean, what, what, how are you different from that box, would you say? Yeah, I mean, we don't use the F word. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> in our business, no. You know, really, Franzia <laughs> was kind of, <laughs> you can't even really compare if you look at the two, but you know we we saw Franzia as kind of showing, proving the format out, and the fact that Franzia is at parties still is just a indicator that you know there's something there because if you nobody likes drinking Franzia, no, real. <laughs> so True. we wanted to create something that people are proud to show off, bring to a party. If you bring a box of Franzia to a party, you're hiding it. And you're, you're, you know, you're not, you're not exactly proud. So we wanted to bring something that would be the uh, kind of centerpiece of a party. You'd be excited to show, to show up with it and spark a conversation about it. And, you know, all respect for Franzia for pushing an innovative packaging like Bag and Box. So, you know, without them pushing that category forward, we would have never been here. But, right. you know, we think that, that there's just so much opportunity to expand on that. And sure, and just to be clear, Sunset Blush is a it can be a good morning pick me up. Oh. But but uh, but we'll you know we'll, we haven't had a chance to try your beatbox wine yet and uh, our beverage oh. and and uh, part of it is as I, I think we looked for it. I don't think we could find it here in North Carolina where our radio program is based. Is that true? Uh, is it? Oh. Uh, we is, are just rolling out to North Carolina very soon. Okay. Um, we actually offer online shipping in all fifty states. Oh, good. So, yes. go to our website, beatboxbeverages.com, and click the order button, and we'll have one shipped to you within a few days. And uh, right. also on our 
what's been crazy, what we've, you know, realized is, you know, distribution and alcohol is kind of a challenge. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, every state yes. needs separate permits and a separate distribution. So what we have now is an easy form on our website where anybody can request a store. And what we'll do is we'll fill that into our system and we'll be able to turn on that store relatively quickly. I see. Okay. So, now, so, I, I, so I, I'm going to have to need you guys to, to fill out one of those forms and yes, get going. Dude, we're, we're getting you here. So uh, I, I have an idea for your product. You know, just be honest. Oh, if it's something okay. that you like or not, if not, you're, it's all good. <laughs> oh, Mark. So all right, we'll pretend we're in the Shark Tank. All right. So, so, <laughs> so, so the so the beat box. So it's it's a box that's you know if you have if our listeners haven't seen it, it's a box that's shaped like a boombox. Yeah. You know, and it has speakers on it. You know, but yeah. there's a spout that you have wine, and there's a bag inside. Now, have you ever thought about having your beat box actually play music, like one of those greeting cards? <laughs> wow. You know, oh, Mark. I've never heard that one. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding with you. You know what? That is uh, literally the, one of the first questions that the sharks asked in the Shark Tank. It's one of the most frequently suggested questions and then or suggested ideas. And, and number one questions we have is, does it play music? Right. <laughs> so clearly, there's a, clearly there's a demand here. and There's an opportunity. I don't. I don't know if we signed an NDA before coming on this show, but uh, maybe we'll have to discuss that a little bit. Well, further. maybe off, yeah. But there, you know, those greeting cards have those little chips in there, and I imagine they're not right. too yeah, expensive. Yeah, but Mark, think about, think about it this way. Yes. The cost to put <laughs> this music-playing ability yep. into each box, I don't, I'm willing to bet you're not going to see the kind of return you want on that investment. I don't know. Well, I think, I, I think you're right there. I mean, you know, for most of us, it's when we bring the box to a party, there's a lot better than a, you know, 10 cent microchip <laughs> playing. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. We don't have any music at the party. We just have a, uh, uh, right. we don't have a stereo, but we have this chip inside the box and just no, hang on. Guys, guys, you uh, show up at the party, cr- the stereo's right. cranking, the subwoofer's going, and you ta- you kind of tug on the host's shoulder Hey, could you could you turn turn that down? Because uh, I brought my own yeah. music right here in this greeting card. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, That's so it. what is a frozen beat boxicle? Oh yeah, I was intrigued about oh. that. Nice. Well, actually, so conveniently enough, when you throw beatbox into a freezer, it's eleven percent alcohol, so it really doesn't freeze all the way. It actually turns into a, a slushy like consistency and so it's really it's awesome you know you chuck the bag or the box into the freezer wait a little bit and then take it out you've got almost like adult snow cones these beat boxicles (laughs) i love it and so we've got bars across the u.s that are just throwing the bags directly into the margarita machines and it just slushes up perfectly nice and uh yeah that's oh. you know that makes sense. If you're fraternity or something, you just buy one of those machines and then get your. Or product. just any any restaurant, right. man. I mean, look at like a Mexican restaurant where you'd find a typical margarita. They often yeah. have you know like the strawberry margaritas or just different flavored right. margaritas. This is taking that to the extreme. That's this is I like this. I could see like blue raspberry. So so uh, you know. Uh, it's interesting. I've watched Shark Tank before. So what's it been like working with Mark Cuban? I'm sure that's been quite uh, a learning experience for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Mark's been amazing. He's 
I mean, the guy's a genius. And so to be able to work on something directly with him is just incredible. He, uh, he really keeps the team focused on what matters. And, um, you know, I remember going into our first meeting with Mark, we had you know millions of ideas and directions that we could go in. And he kind of really just focused us. Nice. He said, you know, focus on getting it out to the party. This product sells itself once people try it, once people experience it. And so really he's, you know, helped us just think about the business in the right ways and not get too distracted by uh, opportunities that, you know, are faced, you know, especially after Shark Tank. You know, we had people hitting us up in every different direction. So Right. Oh, I bet. He really has kept us focused. So I, I've played Slap the Bag once. And I got wine all over me. And my question to you is, what am I doing wrong? What is the proper method that but, I'm not But seeing? But, and also, Mark failed to mention that this beatbox comes slap bag ready. Hmm? Yep. It's got the hand argue, right on the bag. Oh, yes. So what am I doing wrong? I with- argue, by filling it, I would argue that you were doing it right. Oh. Ah, all right. nice. All right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. But um, now, slap the bag is something that we we grew up playing. You know, in, in college, this was just at every tailgate, every party, people were slapping that bag, and we knew that that was going to be core to the product. So uh, we actually ended up trademarking the phrase "slap the bag" in alcohol and clothing. So every bag has a handprint on it and has our "slap the bag" trademark. And you know, really. It's just a, a, a fun way to engage in the product. And we all had that feeling of ripping the bag out at a party. <laughs> the amount of people that just come up to you, like the ultimate icebreaker. Oh, totally. And so, you know, some spills, oh, well, you know, it just adds to the conversation. It, you're, you, everyone's just getting wild and crazy. It's just, it's just a badge of honor, you know. I mean, it's like. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and if it's fruit punch, it's a red, it's a red badge. Yes. Or blue badge of honor. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you could, uh, you know, you could have all of these kind of floating around at the party, and uh, by the end of the night, you know, you're colors just, on your white shirt, and then you'd know yeah. which ones you hadn't had yet. Now the hand, the the actual handprint on the bag, the the blacks just smack that little handprint on the bag. There um, was that. Like, did one of you guys? Uh, was it a hand model or to design that, or was it clip art? Or <laughs> I, I noticed it's it's kind of small printed on the bag. Was it yeah. someone's kid it's or a child's hand? Who 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 whose yeah. hand is on that bag? Yeah, so that literally is a digital scan from our artist out of Canada. His exact hand. He has small hands. Um, oh, Mark. <laughs> you know, that's right. Maybe we'll have to ask Mark for a, a, a scan of his handprint. <laughs> you could have all sorts of different uh, bags. One could have a hand on it. One one could have a foot, where maybe it's kick the bag roundhouse uh-huh, that's, for the more you know advanced. Yeah, that's, that's, no, it's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. a, a forehead would be on there. You know. Yes. Uh, forehead the bag. Now, but, now, have you had any stories like? I don't know, uh, a story where maybe someone, you know, a, a couple played slap the bag with the beatbox beverage and then you learn like six months later they're engaged to be married. Have you had any of these kind of these touching stories? <laughs> you know, I think we're going to have to ask our audience for some of those stories because I'm sure they're out there. 
Um, you know, that's, that's one thing that we hold true to our brand is that beatbox brings people together. And whether it's friends getting around together at any kind of occasion, it just, it's the format, the product, everything about it just lends itself to bringing people together. So if there are any of our fans that have uh, a match story, I'd love to, love to find that. And, and we'll put, <laughs> what, what we're going to do is we're going to put this entire lineup on the Weinfellers uh, Facebook and and yeah. all of our social media, sure. and we're gonna reach out and say if if no one if anyone has these these amazing stories, reach out and tell us, or yeah. order some today and create those stories. Yes, create your own magic. Isn't that right, like Mark? That. <laughs> um, Brad, it's been a real <laughs> it's it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Um, I look forward to trying the blue raspberry, but now that you've said fruit punch is your favorite, I'm a little on the fence. Do you have a, a final recommendation for me? You know, my final recommendation would be to get both. Ah, there you go. <laughs> this is, this is a good, this is really yeah. Well, thank you, Brad, and we'll have to have yeah, you on again fun, once uh, we're able to uh, so get some fun. of the wine and try it ourselves. And uh, thank you so much, and we will talk to you again soon. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye. This is going to be really good, Mark. To all those straight dudes out there. It was raining that morning Down on the BLVD I saw you dancing there Like an extra on MTV You were the liars And I was your meal Had enough of looking I was going in for the kill We're just two great dudes Just chilling at home Got the candles lit And the music on And the music on Just two straight dudes in an electric storm. Oh.
exciting episode of The Wine Fellers, North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. But the good news is, is that the fun can continue online. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com, where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week. Songs and melodies change and change and sway, but they still stay the same. The songs that we sung when the dark days come are the songs that we sung when we chased them away. If I ever found a pot of gold, I'd buy bottles untold of the nectar of the vines, cause I'm gonna die. With a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories Love, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is another day The cats are out to play, to play That old rusty spaceship wants to sail Into the Milky Way again On a river of red, red wine Run, 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 run